You are now tuned in to the Good Life Podcast. The kickback is your boy, Good Life Russ, and I go by that handle on all social media platforms. And it's your girl, The Blue Jay. You can find me on IG at the.bluejay with two Ys. want to thank everyone who shows up and shows out. We wouldn't have a show without you. So make sure you like the show, you love the show, you subscribe, and please tell somebody about the show. Keep the conversation going. All right, what's up, everybody? We got two guests here today. They're going to tell y'all who they are. Yo, this is uh, Gene Stamper, author. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Gene Stamper. You can also find me on Instagram. I am, uh, I'm sorry, it was my, Gene the author. I changed it, actually. And uh, just keep a lookout for some books I got coming this year. I got two books already published, and uh, I got some more stuff coming, so look me up. Yo, what's up? This is Trip. You can look me up on Facebook, Noise Defiance with the S. You can look me up on Instagram also, Evidence Vision 17. Um, be on the lookout for some of the projects that I got coming out this year. Got a few projects that I'm working on. I'm be proud of. Got music coming. We got music videos coming. We got a lot of things coming. So be on the lookout for me. Thank you. All right. So we're going to jump straight into it. Um, so this episode is called Swords and Shields. Um, it's going to be a predominantly male perspective. You know what I mean? I feel like men need to kind of, our voices need to be heard a lot more than they are. And, and I feel like too, we play a role in that as well. There's a lot more things personal things that we can discuss you know what i mean of course so i don't even really like asking people about their romantic relationships i mean everybody you know you, you try to be happy it's trying to be simple blissful how's y'all's non-romantic relationships compared from women to men like what's the differences what do you feel comfortable doing with female friends women that you are strictly your friend um me personally i treat everybody the same okay um, I just learned, you know, as you get older, you got to be honest. And I don't think you should, like, change how you whack according to gender or whatever. Like, I am who I am. This is who I'm going to be. I'm 32 years old now. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I feel like I should have to treat anybody different or talk to anybody a certain way. If if I consider you a friend, I consider you somebody close, I'm going to be honest with you because I feel like I can be that way. Mm-hmm. And that's a man or a woman. Hmm. How you feel? Well, you know, I grew up around a lot of masculine people, so, you know, it's always limits and statues on what I, you know, do with a male versus what I do with a female. Like, you know, I don't hug males or nothing like that. You know, I'm not that type of person. Like, I give handshakes and all that. I feel like with females, you can be more personal. You know what I mean? I think whether it's a friend or not or friend or a relationship, you know, it's just still a personal thing with a female because... Yeah, <laughs> just because. Do you feel like it's a societal thing, though? It's a what? A societal thing. Like, do you feel like on a regular day, would you feel like if we weren't where we are, do you think that what what they do in Europe and other culture countries, do you think that that would be something that would be acceptable, or do you feel that way because you were raised to feel that way? I was raised to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of the same way for me. I mean, well, I take that back. I was kind of like a lot around a lot of uh, masculinity as far as my uncles, my dad. Yeah. But I mean, I always had a soft side like my mother. So, mm-hmm. so I here. and plus, like my when I met my real father, uh, he just he's just, like one of the sweetest dudes you'll ever meet. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like as I got older, I kind of mixed them in both, but I'm just, I feel more comfortable now just just being who I am in front of women and men. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I should be able to talk. To anybody, you know what I'm saying? The same exact way. Yeah. I can agree with that, too, because I'm the same way, but it's just like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's still that wall up, bro. And it, and, and sometimes it feels like it's us that put the wall up, but it's not. Like, when, when you get to a comfortable relationship with anybody, romantically or non-romantically, 
Y'all both have to be secure with yourselves. Exactly. And a lot of times we become yeah. secure with ourselves, but the people we dealing with aren't secure. So any little thing we do, they're gonna kind of look at it like, like niggas, you gay, and it's like, <laughs> but you know me, you know what I mean? Right, you right, know right, me though. Right. You've known me to only be with women my whole life. So now one little thing I say or one, you know what I mean? And I'm to the point now to where like me and my homies hug. It's like a nick, like a man hug, you know what I mean? Like a nigga hug, but it ain't. <laughs> it's not romantic, you know what I mean? But it's just a quick little. Yeah, it's, it's no different to me than, like, a chest bump in sports. Like, that's what it is to me. Now. And that's how I kind of look at it. You know what I mean? Me. But also, I don't be around a lot of niggas. I don't really click with men. I've only been cool with women my whole life. My best friends, my closest people, most of the people in my family are women. You know yeah. what I mean? So I've never really had that that bridge up or that wall up. I understood it was there. Like, I understand other niggas is like, nah, just dap me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's to the point, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's to the point, shit, I was even joking on Facebook, like, what do we do with studs? Like, dude, like, do I, (laughs) do I dap y'all up? Do I hook? Like, I need, I need to know, and I need to know why. That's crazy. People will just tell you things are certain way, but they won't tell you why it's this way. I'm gonna be equal, I'm gonna be equal. Here, dap, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Most of them will hugs. Most of them is like my homies, and they don't. They don't give a fuck. They they don't think it's weird. And I think it saying. depends on the person. Yeah, I they too. don't think it's weird at all. Because I, I would hug him, but I wouldn't hug you because mm-hmm. I don't know you. True. And I wouldn't hug Billy Bob Joe on the street. But we mean people who just aren't huggers at all. Yeah. People who don't like hugs from nobody. There's a lot of people that Yeah, like I've that. met people like that. Like, There's a lot like, of people. Damn. Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> I'm more comfortable with a hug from a female than a male. I'll say that. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not a it's a no-brainer for me with a female. It's accepted. It's to me. It depends on who the male is. If I know you, if you're okay. a family member, if something's going on and it's like a serious moment, you know what I'm saying? That's or different. Like, well, yeah, of course, yeah, that's like, different. Or a sad moment, you know, or I ain't seen you in some years. Type some hug, circumstantial hugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I catch you at a funeral. Come here, bring it in. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Uh-huh. This thing only gonna die once, so bring it in. We ain't gonna ever be back here doing this again. Right. My heart hurts just like yours. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> We equals. Yeah. So do y'all feel like that kind of stifles your ability to be a man? And what? And shit. I guess first off, what do y'all even consider a man being a man to be? Or is that something you even think about? You know, I've actually never really because <laughs> I consider myself a man. And one day, like maybe a couple years ago, I'm like, what does that even mean? Though? I mean, it's so many ways that you can describe it because everybody has their it own dep- definition. their own different. It depends on socialization so. as well, like how you were born, right? It really depends on that. Like, who is who's the men in your life? Who is the father in your life? Who is the the father figure? Who kind of like built you up to be who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody has their own definition. I think like certain certain things are kind of just general. Like, I feel like a man, someone who takes care of their kids, take care of their family, okay. and things of that nature. Like, those like those right there are qualities that's I feel like that's always going to be synonymous with being a man. Right. You feel like that's bare minimal. That's got to be bare minimal. You like at certain things. It's I feel no like you question. should be able. So what's manly shit? What do you consider manly shit? Just shit that you, you would be like a man does this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cut, I don't know. Shit, cut grass or some shit like that. <laughs> cut grass. But I was like, as I got older though, like my dad had me doing a lot. Of, he had me doing chores and stuff. I'm like, I didn't. Get 
consider chores being manly when I was younger, but I'm like, shit, I love that shit now. I don't think so that should be. You start living by yourself. Exactly. You, 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 you like, like I'm real glad I learned how to use washing machine when I was in fourth yeah. grade. I can clean my own that shit, shit now. That shit came in handy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like as being a man, as you get older, you just start to realize like uh-huh. there's certain things you got to do in life, and you got how you can handle your business. Honestly, I like that. Exactly. That's a man to me. Somebody handle their business. No matter what it is, because you yeah. can't limit it to one thing. You, you decide what, I mean? what your business is, but when, day one, you like, all right, I'm robbing niggas. You better be the best motherfucking thief. Robert. Nigga, you better have a uniform. <laughs> you better have a stash house. You got to be, you know, handle your business. Right. It's it's such a it's such a slippery slope, man. And you I know? think and I think really the big reason why we can't come to a consensus uh, as a unit with a man is because we have so many fucked up versions of what a man isn't that people oh, think this God. is law. And I hate you know what I mean? I and it, it grows tiresome when you are trying to explain something, but I got to disprove ten things just to y'all to get this one thing that should be law to me. And the thing is, like those ten things you're talking about have nothing to do with who I am. And I gotta prove they're not me, and and I, that's the hardest thing to do to prove you ain't do some shit, True. or you ain't this type of person. I feel like everybody has a based off experience, and it may be not even a lot of experience, but they like you get your heart broken one time by one dude, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's fuck these niggas, <laughs> these niggas ain't shit. I see it down my timeline all the damn time. Yeah. These niggas ain't shit. My baby daddy ain't shit. My new nigga ain't shit. My old nigga ain't shit. My side nigga ain't shit. I'm just my like, daddy might not be my, daddy, my daddy, my daddy wasn't shit. My mother was shit. Going back in history, I'm pretty sure my grandpa wasn't shit either. I was like, you got a history of ain't shit niggas in your family. Domino effect. Everybody get it. So it's like people. Are, so what does that tell you about yourself, man? Exactly. Well, they don't know what the fuck they talking about, and I and I can't. I was talking about this shit with my cousin the other day. We got somewhere in the line. Our, our conversations go everywhere. This is mm-hmm. like my right hand. So we got in the realm of fucking fat bitches. I don't know how we got here. But we, but we here. You know what I mean? And I was just like, I don't really trust niggas who ain't never fucked a fat bitch. I don't trust them. Like, I can't trust you. You know what? I'm I can't trust your opinion on women. I can't that. trust you because you don't know every woman, every situation. Oh, I'm glad you said that, though. Because... I didn't believe, like, I probably would have battled you all the way up until, like, 2017. Yeah. Let me tell you something, man. I got with this big girl. I was like, yo, that shit was amazing. It's change your life, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and I always heard when I was it's younger, man, you got you to gotta hit like a fat girl. riding a bike with no brakes. Like, yeah. You got you to gotta hit a fat girl before you leave this earth. You don't know you how high to. you can fly, man. And I'm just like, I would, just, I'm just like, I'm bougie. I'm like, just I would, go out there, bro. I'm bougie. I would never, I would never do that because I was yeah. always... For the Jada Pickett body types. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I met this girl, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, shh, man, let's shit making sense tonight. Like, What's up? I'm like, that monkey was fabulous. I'm like, God <laughs> damn, what you <laughs> And you cook? Oh, yeah, that's all I really fam, go listen, for anyway. Hold on, so. hold on. But it, wasn't, but it wasn't her to you. She opened your mind up to new possibilities. She opened your mind up to a new genre, bro. It's, not a- it's like being selective with your music and then you hear a fire-ass <laughs> song another genre. You're like, what the fuck is and this? The now you're wondering what the fuck else is out there. And that's the crazy part <laughs> because... Even the outside of the bedroom, she was just one of the dopest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Oh, they be friendly. They good friends. Because I was going through some they shit. They gotta be. I was going through some niggas. shit. In 2017, you read that book, you find out. So, oh, and, um, Shameless plug. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you listening, baby. It's about you. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was just she, DM. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the good part. She hit my DM. I'm just like, <laughs> she gonna be back. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and try. She cute as hell. She, all right, I'm gonna go ahead. <coughs> I met her. We just we hung out. We spent time together. I'm like, yo, you are really the dope. One of the dopest people I've ever met in my life. Nigga is shocked. I'm like, shit. <laughs> And I'm really, I was confident, but I'm like, yo, I'm like, I, I could probably date her. Yeah. I could probably date her. I can't. You in the honeymoon stage of it, but yeah, that's 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 a reasonable reaction, you feel me? But again, to me, that becomes with growing up and becoming a man. Because she didn't change nothing. You changed your fucking mind about who she was. You exactly. Feel me? So now you look at her differently. So when I hear women say those things, it's like, I can't take you serious. Like, you only date drug dealers. You can't tell me about corporate niggas if you ain't never had a corporate oh nigga. Gosh. You can't tell me how bad they are. What you don't? How the fuck do you know? You don't know, and that's their stigma that they battle. Not looking like a hoe. With men, we can we can tread through that freely. We can we can be a hoe or not if we wanted to, and it would be accepted. Women don't have that, so that's why their dating is so fucking off because they get stuck with the same type of I'm dating a quarterback type nigga. Who's gonna disrespect you and you know what I mean? Right. Shit on you. He's got good. And you don't want to deal money. with the nerd, nigga. Like I was dating hella nerd women. I started off dating nerd women, so I already came in with a different understanding when I was dating the cheerleaders. Like y'all are two different motherfuckers, and I can't treat y'all the same. It's fucked up, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? So with a woman, they get that one nigga. They treat every nigga like that because they associate every nigga with being that because they don't know you. And then you know that's what where I mean? The niggas ain't shit piece comes in because you keep dating. Every nigga is my ex, and I'm glad you said that because as a part who I am, it's very frustrating to see that because I was always the guy that you would push off because I wasn't cool enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The same guys they look for now when they come back. Like there's a lot of times I've I've had girls come back from when I used to talk to them in high school or college or something like that, and they yeah. see me now, yeah. it's a total different thing. Like, oh, and they all, always get to, oh, I should have talked to you. I should have been with you. I should have did this. But no, should've, you... Should have, could have, would have. There was just a post on Facebook now. about that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I said that. And I, like, I, <laughs> we I go through that. that as men, too. I live that. Like, I, I live <laughs> that right now. Ever I'm, since I've been... I'm a damn testimony of that. Let <laughs> me tell you. I think I was about to step I, up. I, if I had a quarter for every time I heard, I have a lot of fucking quarters. <laughs> okay. I would need a I bank mean, account. I have, I have a Crown Royal bag for the I would need a bank account for these quarters. I made a mistake. <laughs> I should have never let you go. You were the one who got away. We do that, and, and, and that is that and is annoying expect, as fuck. And then they expect you to be the same person. Yeah. After they ripped your heart. Yeah. Off. But right. it's not even that. It's just going back to what he was just they talking didn't about. Want Those are the same type of guys they they push off because they want these other niggas. And by the time yep. and they doing that for clout. Yeah. yeah exactly. They're not doing it because you don't like, truly felt. You don't like that exactly. Exactly. Uh, but we do that. My friends are gonna clown me if I go for this yeah. one versus this one. We do that shit as men too, though. It's annoying as fuck, but. Nostalgia is such a big part of like how our mind works, and a lot of times I've I've had people like I could not stop fucking with, because like the time that made sense for us to fuck with each other, something was keeping us from fucking with each other. So now two years later, we both single. It's unfinished business to me. It's like okay, I said I was gonna fuck with sis two years ago and I didn't. Let me get her now, 
I and we do that shit as men all the time, yeah. bro. We miss out. Somebody fuck up a play for us. We trying to get it back. Like, it's I need to times. see what that's like. It's you know a what few I mean? Times. Yeah, it's and a few times. we don't realize women go through that shit too. Like women have battles that they fight with niggas that don't work out, and then when they meet you, they're trying to right those wrongs. They're trying to make that shit happen, but you don't True. need those things. True. That's where the disconnect is. That is. You know what I mean? You're trying to feed me when I ain't hungry. Because like, I'm not hungry. I don't, I don't want to feel like. <laughs> I don't want to feel like only women have that notion about men. Because there's times that men, us men, have had that notion about women. Hell yeah, all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's a, like you said, there's been a few times I may have picked the wrong girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, there's a few times I didn't pick the wrong girl. Can't do nothing but blame yourself. Like, that's what the hell? You low key still <laughs> looking at Shorty. The last one, you like, damn, she's still fine as a <laughs> And you, you, still you in the back of your mind. Yeah, you see that? That's what kill you. That's what kill you. And that's the fucking part. You with the girl still, and you see her, you're like, damn. It's corny ass nigga. <laughs> like, the fucked up part as soon as you become single, that's the first person you look for. And she's yeah, taking. Women love corny niggas. And you'll, you'll, you'll still hear the inbox. Hey, what's, hi, hey, big, how you been? <laughs> Not the big head. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she just been chilling. But that's to me. Home. So what you doing? What you exactly. See you at home, boy. So dating, dating, How's that going? dating <laughs> to me is backwards for real. I think like we need to reverse how dating goes. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of people are picking, are picking who they want instead of who oh, they no, need. I'm glad you said that. Absolutely. But two, it's because they feel like they don't have a choice. Think about the dating process. We are the hunters. We've always been the hunters. That's how we look at it. If I want a woman, I'm going to go get her. If we change the roles and women come find us because they are looking for something other than what they had, you know what I mean? We got to remember, too, it's a lot. Our comfortability is a lot different in relationships than women. Like, we can be comfortable with a lot less than they can. You know what I mean? So there's to where I'm looking for women and there's 10 women here. Those 10 women probably only got two niggas they're looking at. I'm looking at 10 people that it's like, huh, I can live with this. You know what I mean? I could do this. They got two niggas like, man, these are the only two niggas I can make it work with. So I, I feel like we should start putting ourselves in positions to where we them two niggas. Instead of, I'm constantly always got to go out and hop in your DMs and do all this. Like, yeah, why I got to do all that I'm shit? Ta- it's, it's, it's a lot For of, the wrong motherfucker. You know you don't want of, me, but I'm here talking to you and you entertaining because you're bored. It's a lot of groundwork. So God damn. You got to do a lot of groundwork for a girl. We really Absolutely. But I feel like we need to be the hunters as far as the confidence. We need to start coming into the situation like, look. I'm the catch. Like, let's call it what it and is. Ooh, ooh, and we, and we can't be like that, bro. We know as men, women don't receive that well. Because they already bro. feel like they're the catch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Women don't know it how to receive on, that. It depends on, it depends on, a, 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 it depends on <laughs> the type of confidence you have that she can pick up on, though, too. Yeah. But confidence intimidates people, too, though. They're going to they gonna look at that like arrogance. But if my confidence intimidates you, then you need to be nowhere near that's, the, and that's, that's why we got to do that shit. So yeah. we'll know. It kind of weeds out the bag. Exactly. It that's is. the point of it. That's the point of it. We're yeah. trying to weed out the ones who don't need to fucking be here. And we can't do that when men feel like we can't be men. When we can't say what the fuck we got to say. And that, and that's look, I just want to fuck you tonight and I don't want it to be nothing after this. But at the end of the day, you're going to be a man regardless no matter what happens. You know what I mean? Factuals. But so a woman has to receive you being a man too for it to make sense. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and that we're not doing that. That's a big deal. Yeah. Because they're not going to take that serious. They're going to feel they're going to feel intimidated like, oh, he's calling me a hoe. Like, no, I really just want to fuck tonight and not do nothing else after this. No, I should like, be able to say that to you, though. You have to keep in mind that 
there's not a lot of yous. There's not a lot of yous. There's not a lot of yous that have that same mentality. So you got to take into account nine times out of ten, there's not somebody who's going to be that honest. You know what? And you it, know what I mean? Nine that's times very, out of ten. Probably did. I feel like as a man, if a nigga's not that honest, it's because he was honest at one point, brutally honest, and it blew up in his face. Mm, yeah. yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, I'm about to say it's right. Yeah, right. You kind of tread, you, you kind of tread water after that. Exactly, because I already didn't want to fucking be honest. So now I decided to be honest, and, it and you ain't shit. It worked out. <laughs> worse. It worked out worse. So the next motherfucker, I mean, we gonna see what we gonna see where it go. I say with me, because now I'm in my 30s and I'm back single and dating. It's it's a lot different than when I was in my 20s. I'm a lot I'm absolutely. A, I'm a very different person, like. I was a lot more shy back. Now I'm just like I'm older now. I'm like I don't give a fuck. Anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I've been rejected. I, what right. are we doing, baby? Right. What are we doing? Okay. <laughs> right. I'll live if you don't want to do this. Okay, you can block my shot. I'm going. I'm, I'm going right back to the whole <laughs> fuck out of here. Put it back, bitch. What do you mean? I'm gonna keep going. You know You're what I'm saying? And now I'm just. Done. I'm and more. I'm, I'm just more comfortable with myself now. And I'm just like I'm not willing to change my whole person, my whole personality for somebody because I've done that before. I did that when I was married. <laughs> And it didn't work out, and it got to the point where, when I when we became when I became single, we separated. I didn't even know who the fuck I was anymore. I had to really build my yeah, exactly. I had no identity when I left my marriage. I didn't have no money. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I had to had to ask this nigga to come get me, basically. And I lived way out married. I had nothing. Like mm-hmm. so, I came back to Columbus with probably ten bucks in my pocket and the clothes that was that could fit in the trunk, mm-hmm. off of a marriage. So I had to learn how to be myself again. I had to learn how to be a stronger version of myself, which was not fucking easy at all. Because oh, it's kind of like it's kind of like being it's kind like you really are broken down. And you have to put the pieces together. You have no choice. Yeah. You can't just start hopping from honey to honey yep. again. Your heart is not in it no more. Especially it's if like you were do you in, make a new picture of yourself or try to put the old picture back together. It's kind of so like then you, you conflicted there too. Yeah. <laughs> but you got real like I said, I had, I had to realize like I'm older now, and this is a certain type of pain that I never want to feel again. Mm-hmm. I was a lot, I was yeah. I was very gullible in my last situation. And I'm not going to be that way. You have to you have to learn from your mistakes. Absolutely, and, and, and that goes that goes apart with being a man also. Yes, as men, we have to learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. We can't keep making the mistakes because that's unmanly. You got to learn how to do. You got to like okay, I fucked up. You got to be willing to admit your faults. To even grow. For some reason, I feel like men, certain men don't believe that's like, man, like, you can't, no. They're not you, secure with themselves. Exactly. And that's, you, if you're not secure, you're not being a man. And part of being a Absolutely. man is learning from your mistakes. And you have to understand, okay, I'm at fault too. Because I can't put the whole blame on on my ex. No matter how easy I can't, it is. It is. It's very easy. <laughs> but I can't put the whole blame on her because I know I had something to do with it too. And I had to realize I can't just be mad at her. I can't just be pissed at her. I can't be mad at myself. This motherfucker got long winded on this one. No, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Took the jacket off. Real nerve. This motherfucker. I'm saying wow. it's real shit though. <laughs> it's real shit. I really had to like. I had to. I had to develop my. I had to develop my own sources of therapy. I had yeah, to be around my. Yeah. Bo- I had to be around my boys. I had Hope to go to the gym. Up, bro. I had to go play basketball. I had to do something. I had to write. Mm-hmm. I had to listen to music. I had to smoke. I had to do something to keep my mind moving. And it all just became a part of like a daily routine of just who I am now. Yeah. Because it feels good. And I'm like, this is what I used to heal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm a lot stronger. I feel like I can take on the dating world a lot more now. Yeah. But I'm 
I, I don't have a tolerance for a lot of things like I used to. Okay, so would you consider that you being more offensive or defensive in dating after your marriage? Like defensive as being you're waiting to see things progress. Offensive is like, okay, what are we doing? You know what I mean? I Where do you see this going? Where, like, in the first week of knowing her, are you like, what's up? Or are you just like, okay, we could be friends and see where it goes? I think yeah, it depends on the person. It depends okay. on how I feel about the person. If I can, if I can sit back and look at this person and say I can be with this person, I'm going to be more offensive about it because okay. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose out on an opportunity. Okay. I lost out on a lot of opportunities. Trying to wait around. Exactly. Yeah, we all have. <laughs> I, me personally, I, I made the mistake of waiting around for one girl for almost ten years. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, listen. The thing is, the crazy part is, if she would have, if she would have came to her senses sooner, I probably would have never met my wife, and I probably would have never had my kids. Because mm-hmm. that's that was the girl who I wanted to be with. She was the end all, be all. Mm. When she told me she wasn't feeling it. I had to go out and go out into the world and start dating again, and that's when I met my wife and my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But even like we just said, as soon as me and my ex-wife split up, that was one of the first people I called. Yeah, because we kind of always been friends, and I'm like, I feel like my marriage, in in a little bit of way, didn't work out because maybe I wasn't meant to be with her. And now that me and her are cool again, we're we're, the, we're best of friends, but we just know we're, we're not meant to Don't be together. Cross that exactly. Line. Yeah. So. I was single and I start. I looked for this person again. I'm like, I feel like things didn't work out with all these people with me, all these people with her, because it's supposed to be us. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be me and you. And I've been trying to get this girl to understand that for the longest. Like she told me, the crazy part is, I'm him just well, like, the crazy part is when she uh, therapy. when I when I got engaged to my wife, she told me she cried. Oh really? Yeah, she cried. She was heartbroken when I got engaged. But I'm like, so what my can I? Ass was waiting around too for you. She, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She always kind of had me on the back burner. Some notebook mm-hmm. shit. Like, I, I've been in the friend zone for probably with this girl for ten years. We've been we've been intimate. She's met my okay. family. I met her family. Okay. Like everything. So that's baby. Listen, yeah. it sh- you would think it sh- it, it should have been. Nigga over you. It, it sh- like, honestly, you would think it should have been because we've been through a lot together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But now it's just like it's to the point now. She just doesn't I'm like you. Don't understand that it's supposed to be me and you. This is why everything doesn't work out. This is why every time something happens, you call me. Mm-hmm. Every single time we were the we were the but so it came to the point. <laughs> but the thing is, it came to a point where I had to give an ultimatum. It's been 10 years. Yeah. I can't keep waiting around for you. Why you know are we together? Do, right. Do you know how many people, and this is what we was talking about, do you know how many people I lost out on that, uh, that, uh, that I could have been with, that I saw potential with, but I put all that to the side because I'm like, I'm going to take the low west travel and I, I want you because this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah. she just she just could never get it. And recently I just like, you know what? I had to cut ties. Cause this is like I'm. I didn't sign up to be your best friend. I signed up to be your soulmate. Period. Ooh. But I. Oh, but I. Killer. But I really. I, where that shit really resonates is again. That's <laughs> like you said. Like that's the road less traveled. But to me is like that's love. Like that's the road that makes sense. Like if I really love somebody, I'm gonna take a chance on you. But I also love you enough that if it's not going nowhere, like I'm gonna end it. You know what I mean? Because right. you gotta to love somebody, you gotta be prepared to do both. 
You got to be prepared to spend the rest of your life with them and prepared to leave them if the shit ain't working out. You know what I mean? And I don't think people realize about People can't do both. Marriage. They can either stay with you for a long fucking time or they can just keep leaving motherfuckers over every little thing. You know what I mean? But having that balance is both and knowing too that it might not work out. Like, just because shit ain't perfect. Like... We don't we talk about it enough, but it's a lot of people who end up without motherfuckers. Right. It's because they're talking themselves out of this shit that makes sense to them, but they're trying to... It don't make sense to the world. You know what I think it is? You know what I mean? I think we're, we're still... as We're 30. We're 30-ish or whatever. Which is young we're still, It is, but we're still stuck in the mindset of a 20-year-old. Yeah, when it comes to a dating. lot of us, absolutely. Like we don't like you got to realize it comes to anything to be honest. But, yeah. this, but this we one, never got the right way. We, we never got the right lesson of that. But true, but this is what I'm saying though. Like we're we we don't take relationships as serious as we should. It's like now it's to the point. Like this 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 is why I'm single because it's certain things I just can't put up with anymore. I and I also have to realize I can't be as gullible as I used to and fall for the first pretty face. Because right, 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 right. I don't know, I don't know what's behind. You don't I've this. done that before. I've done that before. Trapped into some bullshit. You get trapped into some bullshit. Like I've done that before. I really have to be on the defensive now. You gotta be disciplined. Exactly. You have to be disciplined. But to be disciplined, you have to live the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's and not exactly something you can just what jump you said in. you was gonna do. You gotta fucking do it. every have- single fuck. Even when you tired. Even when you sick. Even when you drunk as fuck, if I'm not texting this bitch ever again, it has to be, even when I'm sad, even when I miss her, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Because we know what goes down that road. Yep. And sometimes, I'm a hopeless romantic. I tell her all the time. Like, sometimes my emotion takes over, which is, we know not to fucking do. But that's it happens. Exactly, We're human, exactly bro. That's We're human. That's exactly who and I am. You, and I had to stop trying to avoid it, and I had to start learning. Like, I just need to be prepared for it when it happens. Because there's some days I'm just extremely emotional and not, it don't, I can smoke, I can eat some fucking good-ass lamb chop. It don't matter what the fuck happened. I'm just in a mood today. You know what I mean? So I need to be prepared for them days now, not trying to avoid them fucking days. You know what? You know what's crazy? But, the re- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but the thing is, shit happens. So sometimes you can't be prepared. You know what I mean? Nah, factuals. Factuals. You know but like he was saying like, with coping no, mechanisms, that's yeah. your way of being prepared. Yeah. If I know yeah. I just not, I don't need to work today, I don't need to do be mixing it and I don't need to be taking on everybody's shit. This friend is talking to me, but I don't need, I can't hear to that today. With this shit today. Exactly. That's and, and that's how I am with my close people. You know what I mean? A couple of them are a little more severe because they deal with like PTSD. But again, that's a part of me knowing you too. Right. I hit them in the morning and the conversation's a little off. Either they'll just say it like, it, today ain't my day, or I'll just be like, hit me tomorrow. Or, you know what I mean? I'm going to check on you throughout the day, but I don't really be putting too much on them. I don't really communicate too much. I try to be more helpful than I typically would. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because I know them. And, again, that's what you said. A lot of us are just pretty faces to each other. You don't know this motherfucker. So when your nigga is in the crib having a meltdown, she don't know what the fucking do. She don't know you. Yeah. Exactly. She gonna try to do what the fuck she did with the last nigga that didn't work with him. Because that's all she fucking knows. She never had a dad who taught her this shit. She ain't got brothers. You know what I mean? I think as, as young people dating, people don't understand that there's a vibe and an energy that goes with everything. Yeah. And that's fucking called boundaries. And nobody in our, our generation doesn't understand boundaries. They don't. But it's not only that. They, like I said, all they see is the physical. All they see exactly. is what they could gain that's out of easy. it. that's easy. And like, that's why I say people don't take relationships seriously. I don't think a lot of people want them these days. I don't either. But I think they're more comfortable with the thought of being in one than they are to actually being in one. Being committed, being... 
all of, all the things that trickle into being in a relationship. They want to they want to be able to say I have a boyfriend, but exactly it's more about saying it. But not you're not living. All it. my friends are with somebody. I gotta be with somebody. You know what I mean? And a lot of people that's their reason. You feel me? That's why y'all's they relationship ain't working. Yeah. You're doing it to it show It ain't off. some super crazy fucking phenomenon going on. Like, you really don't want a nigga, but you want everything that comes with the nigga. You're right. You, you put, know what you I mean? Put your, <laughs> you put your heart on the line just to show up. Exactly. Just to show off on me. You you put your heart, For you put yourself on the line just to show off to everybody else. Like, when are we going to understand that you have to focus on yourself and not what everybody else thinks of you? Because mm-hmm. guess what? What everybody else thinks is not putting clothes on your back, mm-hmm. not putting food in you or your kid's stomach, is not, not keeping a roof over your head. So why the fuck are we so uh, mm-hmm. enthralled with somebody else's opinion yes, of wrong. us? You don't know who I am. Exactly. And we, like... Especially as, not as from got, social media. Exactly. There's no way you know who I am off of that. <laughs> I'm on this such a small Whatever fraction you of my think, day. I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Sometimes right. I post shit just to throw niggas off. Like, <laughs> I want you to think this me. I could be having a shitty week and I make it look shit. like my life is just shit at the moment. Mm-hmm. You never know. That's why I hate going by that. And that's why, like, I'm very personal when it comes to social media, too. That's why I don't really just post anything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just post goofy shit, like memes and stuff. That's, That's what it. I do, too. I tell but, jokes. I make yeah. fun of niggas, they don't realize I'm making fun of them. I'm saying that shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, these niggas. <laughs> They'll be on the bitch agreeing with me, and I'm talking about you. It'd be certain days you post shit, I'll be like, this nigga is speaking oh, gospel today. <coughs> Share. And I'll be wanting to do it every day. they want to do it every day, but I'm weaning myself off social media because I'll be needing to, like, Disconnect from that shit too. Yeah, it'll fuck with you. Know you know what I mean? At certain times, it's so much negativity. Like it's so much death. It's so much. Oh just, my god! I don't watch the news. Like I stopped watching the news like three years ago. Same. Like I don't read newspapers. I don't do none of that, bro. Unless it's somebody directing. Like, look, I, my business is in newspaper. They'll send me the article. I'll read it. What boggles me is people who cool. actually get like Facebook arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, like the dumbest shit. Like you'll see something. Uh, <laughs> you'll see something like two rappers going at it, and it'll be a fucking. <laughs> Comment, no, he's trash. I'm like, and they really be like, no, fuck you, no, fuck you. I'm like, y'all never gonna meet. Okay. Me I'm like, suck. okay, you like Eminem, okay, you don't, okay, so yeah. what? But that's why they do it. Okay. And they would really be like, arguing, that's like, that's why they do it. They put their opinions on it, and motherfuckers like, dude, you realize it's an opinion, right? Why are you tripping over with somebody else? Hey, what kills me is somebody going racial. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All that's the time, bro. Nigger. What do you niggers know? Like, what do you mean? I know a lot, motherfucker. <laughs> Right, you, you saved my life. Right, I'm like, I'm like, why are you tripping? I'm like, why are y'all really, on, y'all really on here going at it? Like, none of you are never going to. Like, we live across the world. None of you are never going to meet. Okay, yeah. the nigga in Nigeria is not going to fight the nigga in Sweden because they say something. This conversation is not going to be relevant. Exactly. It's not. But it would never be a conversation. That's that to me. That's why this shit is so important. Like, yeah. that's why I wanted to. Um, that's where the title came from, literally, like, loosely. You know what I mean? It's the world that I'm learning to be more defensive in. Like, I'm learning to be more more patient, more, you know, guarded and waiting around to see what's coming my way versus me being in the mix. Because the world is so offensive. The world is in your face all the fucking time. But it's not just that. It's just what you said. That just shows how you value yourself. Exactly. You have to be on the defensive because yeah. you value <clears throat> You value somebody entering your space unwanted. Exactly. And and, and in the world of, of fucking war, I don't think people understand real war like you got to pick a side. There's a lot of people who's trying to be mutual. Like they're trying to play defense. But you got to pick a side. Like 
either you're going to be in the forward moving, fucking aggressive ass media and news and just always in your face with my business, my shit, or you're going to be more guarded, more peaceful. You know what I mean? Because everybody, all the people I study was peaceful. One of my biggest moguls, mentors, whatever, was fucking Bruce Lee. You know what I mean? And he started really helping me understand the concept of strength. And it's not the sword, it's the shield. Because he's like, if I know, he's like, think, like, think about this. Like in layman's terms. If I know I can beat your ass, I don't really need to say nothing to you. True. You know what I mean? Your presence does not move me yeah, at all. True. You can spill your drink by me. I'm just still chilling at the bar. You know what I mean? It's like a meme I saw. It was a picture of a whole bunch of rappers and Jay-Z. And it said, notice that everybody in this room that's like, like I forgot how they described it. They said, basically, with the Jay-Z, chains and shit. Yeah, Jay-Z and he didn't, didn't have the chain on. Yeah, because he knew he could get something. God, and people you know even I mean? fucked up the meaning of that shit. Because I post that shit before, and they try to post pictures of Jay on when he was fucking um, wearing chains and shit. And I'm like, him. so you didn't understand the meme. The point chains. of the meme was all of them are doing that to impress him. He doesn't have to do that because you already know I can do that. He's been there. Now exactly. Now you now already know I can do this, so I don't shit. have to. Not, not, not only that, he don't have to impress nobody. Exactly. So that's saying... Like, I don't have to impress none of It's not name. saying he doesn't wear chains. It's saying he, he wears chains when he wants to. Right. Y'all right. niggas got to wear chains every time y'all in the room with me. Yep. Because I make y'all feel like small money. Mm-hmm. That's the point of it. Jay-Z wears chains too. Like yeah, he wears chains to take the trash out when he right. fucking wants to, nigga. He could be in a room with anybody with a beater on and we know who the fuck he is right. and what he does. Right. He's like, don't worry, because I've been there. I was that nigga that I was trying to... see my face. I was that same money. nigga with the chains on, trying to impress Big Daddy Kane, nigga. trying to exactly, impress Biggie Smalls. I was the same way, too. Exactly. It's levels to this. But Once you got to come up through that fucking level. Once it, you get to where I am, you can take your chains off. Because they're going to know you just by face value. I don't have to wear chains to show you my value. You can look at exactly, my face. You can bro. read about me. You can see my value. Exactly. You can know I could buy a hundred million of these fucking chains. <laughs> with no problem. I wouldn't even argue that, that with a nigga. Exactly. There's no argument to be put in place. When one side is so fucking prominent, they don't have to say nothing, bro. And there's so many memes circling. Like every time I see when they try to put the fucking um, cheetah in the dog race and he didn't even move. You know what I mean? It's like, I have nothing to prove to y'all. <laughs> like, y'all, like, y'all know these right. niggas ain't faster than me. Like, come on. Like, what, what I'm doing here? You want me, you want me to do Take me back to my zoo, man. Exactly. Like, what, what we doing this here? Is a waste <laughs> of, I can be doing something else. This is a waste of energy. Yeah, right I now. ain't got shit. I'm not in this pissing contest. I'm, I'm secure with what I, I got. I, I'm, I'm cool. That's how I'm, talking, I'm throwing this for y'all to come see me. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't, I don't but have we miss we miss that gap, bro, and that's why our generation is to me on the defensive, and the younger generation is on the offensive. Because our generation fucked up, and we missed that gap of from where you was like Jay had to do that for Biggie. Now niggas is like Meek has to do that for Jay. Then there's just a gap. Like there's no OGs you know in there what? teaching these kids to to well it's, want to be at this level. You know what I mean? R-O. They're having to do it on their own for the real. Problem is our old heads. Like the people that was our parents and our generation yeah. when we was kids, they did a lot but didn't explain anything to us. Yeah. And that's where the bridge fucked up at. Exactly. Because we saw, but we didn't have the understanding of why we saw most of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they just said, Don't pay attention to what I do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, how my dad was. Your kids place. That's that's how my dad was. So we grew up. Wanted to do that shit because that shit. Kids are cool. curious as yeah. fuck. That's what we. That's what we see. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we think that's the norm. 
Like my dad, I know what my dad used to do in the streets when he used to, when we uh, lived in Youngstown. But he'd just tell my dad, "Where you going? I'm gonna go see a man by the dog." <laughs> Like, what I'm young, I'm like, he came back home, like, where the fuck the dog at? <laughs> but he just kept using that excuse. I'm like, all right, be at home, wait for the dog, too. Right. And then it took me to, I got older, I was like, oh, that's why you ain't bring no damn charging dog too much? Where the dog? Where the dog? Right, where the dog? <laughs> I was like, Nigga, oh. he get away from you? Where he go? You going to get another one? Hell yeah, next Thursday, I'm going to see another dog. But actually, yeah. <laughs> like, like, how many, this like, nigga love dogs. Can I come? Like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something for kids, too. What the fuck? You don't have to leave me. But it took me to realize when I got older what he was really doing. He kept, there's a lot of things. This is the thing you'll understand. Once you get older, you talk to your parents, you find out a whole bunch of shit. You've never known about it inside your family. Yeah. I talk to my mom every month. I go over there every other Monday. I smoke with my mom. I hang with my mother. That's my best friend. She lives five minutes from me. We watch Love and Hip Hop together. (laughs) <laughs> but my mom has so my parents have so many stories that I never knew coming up till now you you see a certain film it makes sense mm-hmm. you start like everything starts to make more sense <laughs> and that goes along with some funny ass stories too hell yeah cause this is the thing the funny ones have you ever thought about ones. have you ever thought about when you get older your, your, uh, your kids ask how did I get here that's a fucked up story they gotta tell hell I yeah. found out how I got here and it was off a of bet <laughs> seriously my mom and my dad were in college together at the time. Of course, he was a basketball. Yeah, you want to put that out there? Yes, I am. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, listen. I hope they listen. My dad called. He called me yesterday, making fun about it. He said, "You know, he's a bet right now." I'm like, "Oh, you gonna keep bringing that shit up?" So wait, he won or he lost? He won. Oh, okay. <laughs> him and my mom. Him and my mom. They were 19 years old. Been to college. I've been to college. I know what you do at 19 years old. Hell yeah. And they was talking oh, shit. My ages. dad was like, "Okay, he, he had a jar. She had a jar of quarters. I remember it. She, it was like a um, it was a jar of quarters." And she was like, "I bet you that jar of quarters, I can't put your ass to sleep tonight." All right, then what's up? Oh wow! That nigga walked out, took that jar, and he was done. Quarterback. I came back. I came, is that what it's called? <laughs> the quarterback baby. But why yeah. do we want our why do we want our conception to be so romantic though? That's what Is that really going to change and who that's the, the fuck thing we you are? Like, a, lot of, a lot of the ways we can't. I they fucked in Paris. They just gave me some fucking like, motherfuckers. Nah, just, you can't even do backseat. Uh, you know genetics is deeper than how the fuck y'all have. You know it's backseat sex your parents have had? <laughs> a lot of us are backseat babies. For real, for real. Nine times out of ten, the fuckups are the the quickies or the whatever is the conception. <laughs> I don't not, be knowing. Not the big ass Valentine's Day like. See, and that's don't be the worst kind. She brought that to my attention. Okay, I'm a Valentine's baby, and I didn't even realize that. She's like, all Scorpios was is Valentine's Day, so I started doing the math and shit. I'm like, God damn, well, we are. Nice. I obviously was conceived during March Madness. <laughs> Some shit was going. She was in a gambling mood, oh, bro. Fuck! Why would you like? And I told the thing is, I told my mom this when she was like, "How did you know?" I'm like, the Dad niggas told trying me. to parent his still- parents. Years later, and I thought about that they now that I'm older. Now they don't I got kids. Now they I'm play. like, damn. What if my what if my daughter, my son, asked me how how they got here? <laughs> you well, my, to actually, tell my son, them? my son, I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him in a heart. My son, he's easy. He was more of a, he was a makeup sex baby. That's easy. <laughs> we broke up. We got back together. And we had sex for like 10 days straight. And that's a palooza. Pretty much. Pretty a much. baby's yeah. going to come from that. 
I, I think y'all I, live together. I had just moved back in. Oh yeah, in house is the worst. Oh yeah, in house you ain't had it in a while. You yeah. been feeding for each other. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, that nigga was like, what? Up? Everybody's shit plumbing working properly. Something going, something brewing in that bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> now my daughter's a little, my daughter is a little bit different story. Because you know what, mine that was a bad too. Well, I was about, so first of all, hold on. Me, me and this man. Yeah, I know. I do. I don't get that. I'm yeah. like, from that, from that experience, and my dad, I'm like, you know what? I, I don't gamble for shit. I'm cool. I play but me and this dude had a bet back in 2011 who, who would have kids first. We bet, we bet 70. It was, was 2012. Yep. I was like, Please, I know I'm not heavy. I ain't never had no kids until I. No, nah, it's going to be a while. He is like, shit, three. Oh, shit. And, and just, that's how he looks calm, like a nigga that won the he, bet. He, he did. He, no oh, he won that bet within a <laughs> he won that bet within a year. <laughs> that's the first thing I looked like. Hold on, hold on. As soon as I told him, I'm like, if I tell this nigga, I gotta pay this nigga. I ain't got seventy five. <laughs> I got a baby. And I got a baby on the way. He was like, nigga, give me some gas money, some pizza, nigga. Make the baby get a job, but then they can quit when you pay me back. I just shaved. I just shaved dollars off of it. And I don't me feel like spending no money. That's the Yo, best way to do yeah, this nigga, this nigga gonna put me in collections. That's <laughs> what I do too. <laughs> I'm like, yo, fam. The balance but, at $50. Damn, I do want a hamburger. But the crazy part is, not only did I Order make the me bet. With <laughs> cheese. Not, not only did I make the bet with him, I made the bet with my girl at the time. Because for some reason, I thought I couldn't have kids. I don't know why. I never it's had gambling any for you, fam. It's not. <laughs> not for and you. she was like, I bet you I, I bet you can. I'm like, fine, dude. let's try this. Why? <laughs> She went to the ovulation test and we got to work. And with, I'm like, when she first showed me the initial one, I'm like, she like, you see the fade line? I'm like, that, that line too fainted. That, it's a fadeaway baby. What you talking about? I don't even know. A fadeaway baby. That's not true yet. Okay. <laughs> is the line going darken as the piss gets oh, like, no. You get bigger. And I'm just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm cool. She was like, you know what? I'm like, you know what? Go get the one, the digital one. You know what? The digital one. I need to when understand. Your daughter get older, and she hears this. She be all right. I just want to see her face because yeah. I'm going to laugh. Like I, I tried to get. I can't imagine if this story this. was about me. Listen, she got the. Um, you gambling my we, life. We in the bathroom. We both, we both in the bathroom. Fuck. We both in the bathroom looking, and she uh she put the stick down. And we sitting there waiting and stuff. I'm just like, Ooh. Ooh, okay. And I'm just, the whole time I'm like, nah, nah. We, I'm like, nah, nah. We cool. This ain't gonna happen. This ain't gonna happen. Ding. I looked. I was like, "Nigga, my knees got weak. My eyes rolled back. I was fainting. Right? I'm like, there's no, there's no. I never believed in fainting, but nigga, I was like, my knees got hell weak. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, this nigga seventy five dollars. That's all he can think about. Right? I'm not even the baby. You, when you grow the up, the fact this baby already costing me money. You ain't even here yet. The key behind gambling is if you see an easy come up, take it. Hell yeah. He was an easy lick. You know why? Because I knew you up. I knew he was going to try to have a baby with me. I knew when I. Listen, I know, dude. I got a whole bunch of guy friends. Hey, why didn't you warn me? I did. He made a bet. I didn't listen. Not only that, I did actually warn That's the warning. I said, I know you're gonna fuck this up. I believe. How much you got on? <laughs> I believe. Fuck up. I believed in myself. I was wrong. Play <laughs> fuck up. It's all good. Yeah, all right. 
We'll blame it on that. I learned my lesson though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had one more after that. Just with the same person. With another bet? No, I wasn't. No, the baby. No, my baby boy wasn't the bet. That was I was calling the love child. Okay. Like I said, that's like I said, that's wait, 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 wait. Y'all in love or y'all was trying to make love? Both. Like I said, that's when I came back. That's when I came back home. Okay, kids out here listening. That's the 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 wrong learn from my own mistakes, my nigga. Y'all will not love each other more by having a baby. Might actually. Y'all gonna hate each other more. I promise you. True indeed. That's a hundred percent success rate with that shit. True indeed. I'm looking for. Niggas don't find love in that. That that creates stress. Yeah, but again, Mm -hmm. it's something I had to learn from. Two niggas that tried it. Oh, that shit blew up. It's something I had to learn from. Yeah. So what? So what? So what is that? What position was you in? In a position that you were hopeful or you were desperate? Um. Cause shit. I mean, I'm guessing there was problems in the marriage during that time. Our shit was cool. She was actually when he was uh, he was conceived. We weren't married yet. We got married a few months after the conception. Okay. So, and we was cool. We had a, like the thing is she had a really bad relationship before me. Okay. That's she, her my oldest son is not mine. I didn't. I mean, it's mine, but I didn't make him. <coughs> I understand what you mean. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> but the crazy part is he look. He's he's like a spin image of me. <coughs> Ten year old grown ass kid plays video games and he's left handed. Same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird. Specific type of nigga. It, exactly. <laughs> but his his father was never around, and I already knew I cared about her so much. I already knew it was a package deal. I knew I knew what it was. Plus, that he didn't have a father. I'm like, and I looked at him like he looks just like me. I'm not putting this boy down. He's been my son ever since. Uh-huh. Don't touch him. Shut up, bitch. Boy, <laughs> 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 talking shit. You know the story. Yeah, real sentimental. Right. Shut up, <laughs> Y'all just bringing all kinds of emotions out of this nigga. Hell yeah, right? I'm glad. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I get people high and then they tell me they, they dark as shit. And that go and the thing is that also goes back to Does that make you a witch? I feel like that also goes back <laughs> into being a man. I feel like kids should be taken care of no matter what. Cause that baby didn't ask to be he didn't ask to come here. He didn't ask to have such a <laughs> shitty ass father. He didn't ask for any of this. So as long as I'm with you. I'm with him. Mm-hmm. And even when I'm not with you, I'm still going to be with him. Me and her are not together. Yeah. That's my homie. He, I, I treat him the same exact way I treat my biological kids. That's my son. I don't look at it no different. DNA to me does not... Be- and that go- and I think mm-hmm. that goes apart with being a man, like I said. Mm-hmm. If you know you're in a situation with a woman, you know she has kids, you kind of have to play a father figure role. Kinda. Especially, I mean, you have to. no, you have to. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying kind of because if it's real dads around, yeah, 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 true. If the real dads around, yeah. But if the if the dad is not around, you with this woman, you with yeah. that child, absolutely. You with that child. If you're gonna make that, if you're gonna make that decision and be with her as a man, you also have to understand you've just now become a father, absolutely, immediately. But that, but that to me is those are the little nuances <laughs> that remind me that the world is so fucked up. Because just how freely as you can speak on that and feel like that, there's a lot of niggas who feel like that. And they run into issues with their kids' mothers over parenting shit. But if you really heard a man <clears throat> express how he feels to be a father, there's no way I could assume you were a bad dad. You know what I mean? There's no way There's no way I could ever hear your situation and, I'm, and I would believe it. Because I'm like, a bad, bad dads don't talk about their kids like that. That ain't theirs. Exactly. Hell no. Let alone a blood kids. They Being definitely not. Hell no. Being a dad is the greatest. So I to hear somebody say that, which which is which is 
is normal to me. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I also realize, like, there's a way we see the world and there's a way the world is. Like, things that are normal to me isn't normal to everybody else. And there's a lot of women who really think there's no good dads out there. It blows my fucking mind. It does. But I do understand, too, how they arrive to that position, especially if you grew up in a home with just your mom and you really didn't have a lot of father figures. Every perception you have of every man is skewed. It's already fucked up to begin with when you meeting them. And I, <clears throat> we used to take that shit personally. You know, I used to take that real personal. Like, when I was dating someone and they're just so shocked, like, I'm a full-time dad. Like, I see some of my kids every fucking day. They're yeah. shocked. I'm like, you know what I mean? I've been doing this shit. My son's about to be 10. Like, I've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. But they've never probably never seen that. The their brother is- don't take care of his kids. Their dad wasn't in their life. Every nigga they dated was a deadbeat. They probably never really seen a nigga be a dad every fucking day, of, bro. Yeah. Like, it goes with growing up, like you said. People are a sum total of their life's experiences. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So when you meet a person, that's who they are because that's what happened to them growing up or that's what they've dealt with. So they always have, like I said, a preconceived notion that that's just how the world is. And Absolutely. They've been so trapped in their mind of what they've been for so long, they're so they're scared to open up and realize there's a lot more there's other shit going there's, there's on. other shit going on out here. <laughs> Not just and what once you, you think is going on Once you on experience here. this whole, this big ass earth is made for us to experience. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And share with each other, I exactly. would argue. Ex- no, you're, no, there's no yeah. argument. There's no, there, there's no argument. Yeah. We all got to share we're this. We're all here, bro. Like, you know we're meant to experience this with each other. Exactly. Like, we get good-ass feelings when you're around niggas you fuck with. Of like, course. it's natural. It's not. It's never forced. My closest people, it, I've never felt forced to do anything with these motherfuckers. That's not, yeah. You know what I mean? If I don't want to go, they're like, all right, cool. See you tomorrow. If I want to go, we're going to kick it. And you know I, what have, I, mean? I have friends like that. Him is my best friend. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that, that's just how we are. My other home uh-huh. couldn't make it money. That's how we are. People I consider my brothers, mm-hmm. that's just how we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just makes sense. It makes like, sense. That's why I tell my right hand. Like, you would... You would borderline have to, like, try to kill my mom or something for me to stop fucking with you. Like, it would have to be that level of fuckery. <laughs> like, first of all, I'm going to beat your ass. But I wouldn't we, kill we, you. We almost killed the knuckles a few times. But that, like, oh, yeah. Me and him that's just how before, for sure. That's just how, that's how we are. And, like, literally five that's minutes. We men, five though. minutes after that, we just, like, what <laughs> the fuck was we fighting for? Right. We, we actually this, laughed at it. Yeah, we laughed at it. It's it's funny, we laughed it. at it on a car ride home. This motherfucker stormed out of the apartment and started walking. I'm fucking Oakland Park. I'm out of here. 161. I'm out of here. I'm like, bro, you about to walk? And it was around this time of the year. It was. was Through the hood. Through every hood of North. So he's walking with with a big ass duffel bag. Oh, yeah, you look like a target. I'm like, like, to a lot of niggas. I straight up pulled up and said, man, get your ass in the car. That shit lasted all two seconds. I'm like, man. Right, you're right, nigga. You're right. I am hungry. I can't this, eat. This cold fuck up, you dumbass, nigga. I am hungry. Still talking shit to each what? other. <laughs> I like your heated seats, but right. you how warm it was inside, man. It's cold as fuck. Are you buying a school? Fuck you, but I want to go. Give me get a. But that's just how. But that's the beauty of of being a man too. To me, is to me saying like a man handles his business is like we really 
comprehend. We and we're aware that we have to wear many hats. Like I already know. I go into my day already accepting that fact. I have to be this person in different situations. Of these I can be softer. These I need to be more like a tyrant. You know what I mean? And it's just it's the way my life is set up. But having those nuances again, seeing the whole picture, it it's made me just have a shield up. Like I don't have a lot of situations to where I'm on the offensive about. Like, cause I don't have to be because the way I'm, I'm being more direct with people. So when you come into a situation and you're being direct, it, it never feels like it's a fight. I'm, I'm not even giving you a choice. This is what it is. You either do it this way or you do it that way. You know what I mean? If you don't let me know, I'm going to assume you're doing it this way and move on with my fucking life. Yeah. That's it. There's no shot clock. There's no due date. There's look, what just, you want to do. That's kind of how I am in my job. Like, yeah, like what you, I, I, I can't, I can't be aggressive because the world, like I said, the world is forcing us to be aggressive, forcing us to constantly be fucking fighting with each other and attacking each other and assuming about each other and causing, you know what I mean. It's causing stress. It causes, it's causes health problems. problems. Trying to knock us off early, and shit like that. And it's common fucking sense to not do it because the people we fuck with the most, we don't do all this toxic shit with. I have 20 friends that we do nothing but toxic shit, and three of them, I don't experience none of that shit with these three people. The most important word I realize, one of the most important words to me at this point in my life, and I think once people realize, when they get this, it changes their whole perspective, is peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you realize, once you get a sense of peace, once you get a sense of you don't, of not worrying, once you get a sense of just mm-hmm. like you're in a complete state of bliss about something... It's the it's the best thing in the world. Everybody Absolutely. wants to be at war because everybody wants to one up each other. Exactly. If you just fall back and just understand, like this life is fragile. We have come to learn that. Yeah. <clears throat> peace is one of the best thing. Peace and love is one of the best things you gonna ever have. It's one of the best feelings. It's a euphoria. And it will never do you wrong. It will never do you wrong. If it's exactly. real, it will yeah. never do you wrong. Real love will never do you wrong. Peace will never do you wrong. Mm-hmm. And once you natural. under exactly, mm-hmm. once you mature and understand what peace is, you'll never want to go to war ever again. Absolutely, absolutely. Once people understand and realize that, stop trying to one up each other. Everything is a competition nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to look better. He's trying like, why is everybody worried about the next person? Worry about yourself. Worry about mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. People are putting the focus in the wrong thing. There's mothers out there that probably don't take care of their kids, but they on Facebook every single fucking day. Mm-hmm. Dads too. Dads yeah. on their flex with the Trying new outfit and shit. Ain't seen ain't seen in five fucking years. And yeah, we in our thirties. I don't give a fuck that you bought Jays. Like, right. Congratulations. So did I. <laughs> but guess what? I bought Jays for my every kids too. Every working adult can buy some shoes once a month. Now I do clean shoes, so I do be posting pictures of my jobs. <laughs> nah, but you that's your bit. That's what you do. You know so, what I mean? You're not doing it to brag, nigga. You're doing it nah. to get money. <laughs> you're doing it to get business. Right. <laughs> They're doing it to to be best dressed. When I buy when I buy a pair of shoes, I'm not <laughs> looking for nobody to look at my shoes. I'm buying I buy shit I like exactly, and I wear them out. <laughs> Exactly. Well, if I gotta buy shit gonna be worn out. Then, you know, I'm exactly. But you a shoe person, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not. That's I don't give a fuck about that. I know I need to wear shoes. I don't want my socks to get fucked up, but I don't give a fuck. I, but the thing is, there gonna be I, some shits I like. I wish I had that. I wish I had that mentality more back in high school. Yeah, but we weren't supposed to. We was kids. And we yeah, was learning. You know what I mean? And that and you're right. That's what helped us get to to where we are. But we're gonna wrap it up. That was 
That was a good show. So y'all can tell tell everybody again who y'all are, where to find y'all. Once again, Gene Stamper. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Gene Stamper. You can also find me on Instagram. I keep forgetting my damn handle. Gene the author. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, Gene the author. Uh, like I said, I got two books in publication. Uh, I can give you guys links if need be. Um, I'm going to have a lot of physical copies coming out. So if you want a copy, come holler at me. Um, what about you, brother? Uh, yeah, you can catch me on Noise Defiance with an S on Facebook. You can also catch me on Instagram, Evidence Visions uh, 17 on Instagram. Um, just be on the lookout. All right. Um, I appreciate having y'all. Um, thanks for everybody that tuned in. Make sure y'all are sharing this, talking about this, having discussions of your own, liking this, getting into the discussion, you know what I mean, and subscribing to the podcast as well. Um, we're also going to have Gene as well on uh, March the 14th at Higher Hookah Lounge. We're going to be doing a book exchange. So make sure y'all come out to that. That's going to be March 14th from 6 to 8. I uh, appreciate y'all listening. Again, y'all make the show go. You know, without y'all, we wouldn't have a show. <clears throat> so stay tuned in and have a good day.